What is going on, everybody? It is episode 85 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. How are you doing today? I'm great. What about you? Uh, I'm doing fairly well. I've got uh, uh, th- something happened that mm-hmm. uh, people might have heard of that we're going to talk about today. Mm. But uh, that and that hmm you just heard is from our co-host. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, everyone. I am Dane Font. Back he- at it again. Dane is back. We are going to talk about a bunch of stuff that happened um, through stupidity and pro wrestling like tactics the oscars have managed to crawl and climb and struggle back to relevance for at least one day um and even though i hate myself for agreeing to it we're going to talk about that relevance and there's actually a couple of topics two of the other ones i think are actually more interesting than the first one but we will get that first one out of the way Mm -hmm. brett are we going to talk about the incredible films in the oscars we are going to do literally everything but that Okay. Um, because <laughs> there was a, a great um, joke where somebody made uh, th- there was at one point going to be a um, um, favorite most popular or favorite popular movie in the Oscars category, which just proves that they know that nobody actually watches the movies that end up winning because they had to actually make a category for popular movies, thus proving that the not the other movies, the ones from the regular categories, just aren't popular. Uh, as is usually true with the Oscars. But Mm -hmm. again, like I said, through pro wrestling tactics, they have uh, managed to worm their way back into positive, well, not positive news, but into back into the headlines once again. So do you guys just want to get into it? I say we just get into it. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, topic number one is, as you guys know, uh, Chris is going to hate that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Okay. So uh, if you guys didn't know, something happened uh, at the Oscars, I'm still uh, waiting to find out. Do you guys, do you, you know, nobody knows what it is. Miracle? Anybody know what it I was? Heard something happened. Did Meryl Streep get another Oscar? She did. I uh, heard. Did she actually? He, no, I have no idea. Ah. Uh, I heard. <laughs> I was like, no way. That they mentioned a famous toy brand. I didn't hear that part. Uh, but what did happen uh, is, of course, that Will Smith. Uh, Smack the shit out of Chris Will Rock. Smith uh, uh, got real with with Chris Rock in mm-hmm. one of the funniest things that I've seen in a very long time. Funny, I mean, because of the immediate turnaround in his behavior, which was that he uh, he, um, he he was laughing at this joke. Uh, the joke, uh, whether you guys like it or not, uh, what did you guys think about it? Uh, Chris Rock called uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, he made a GI Jane joke. GI Jane was a, a Demi Moore movie mm-hmm. uh, where she's like, oh. uh, yes. Uh, My bad. I thought it was a toy company. Never mind. Like it was a toy line, like how GI Joe was. No, oh my no, God, dude. No, no, oh man. That, that's that's it's the a, that's the best part of this segment is that Miracle had no idea what GI Jane was. That's I'm hilarious. Sorry, I, I was like, what the hell is she talking about the toys? GI, I just went right past it. I was like, I have no idea what she's yeah, talking right. about. Uh, but anyways, so he made a joke about GI Jane, and he was Will Smith was laughing, and he immediately looks at his wife, who is very much not laughing, and then he goes from laughing dude. to being very angry, very fast. And gets up on stage and decides that um, violence was the answer tonight. Those two have massive Macbeth and Lady Macbeth vibes. Yes. Like, um, she's like, well, are you a man? And like, that's like what sends him like. off to like mm-hmm. slap Chris Rock. So, in fact, before we get into that, so basically the article I wanted to play, I was like, everybody's talking about what happened. I want to talk about how Jake Paul is once again insinuating himself in the between families with struggles to make himself money. <laughs> I'm sure it's yeah. for the kids. For, he, this time, I'm sure it's the same thing. He's like, but Jay, or he's like, but Will and Chris, you've both got kids. Yeah. Do it for 
Jaden and, and Willow, and I don't know what Chris Rock's kids. I'm sure Chris Rock has kids. I'm not sure. This will uh, help him out. Yes. So uh, uh, one thing I did think was funny, however, was that um, so his reaction, Will Smith's very, I guess, understandable, if not uh, inappropriate reaction to defend the honor of your wife, even though she has not done the most to like uh, show great honor to you in your marriage. I guess I can understand. I guess I can understand mm-hmm. that. But it's the fact that he just kind of it was kind of jump and then how high. Uh, but this was also. Did you see that earlier in the night somebody made a comment about their open marriage? that she laughed at that he didn't think was very funny. Mm. So it says, Will and Jada Pinkett Smith react to Regina Hall's Oscars joke about their open marriage. Uh, It says, uh, Good sports. Regina Hall made a joke at the expense of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm going to pause that. Uh, During the 2022 Oscars, uh, as the couple handled, uh, and the couple handled it like champs. Uh, That's editorializing from the way they describe it. I would say that Jada handled it like a champ because it doesn't make her look bad. But Will, because of how sensitive he is on the topic, uh, I think it absolutely uh, didn't, he, he didn't like it very much. So it says, The Little Star 51 mentioned the A-list couple while, uh, while hosting the 2022 Oscars on Sunday, March 27th, during a bit where she said certain audience members' COVID-19 tests had lost, uh, had been lost. Uh, Hall uh, called actors Bradley Cooper, Simu Liu, and Timothy Chalamet up to the stage, and it quickly beca- became clear that the only people were, uh, with allegedly missing tests were her single Hollywood crushes. And she says, Will Smith, you're married, but you're on the list. You're married, but you're on the list, she quipped. Looks like Jada approved it. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the, uh, it says the Magic Mike XXL actress, 50, laughed hysterically while her husband, 53, looked slightly embarrassed. Do we see a, a difference in reactions here between this joke and the joke about Jada? Is this fake? I don't think it's fake. I don't think. It's- I think they're capitalizing on uh, on a re- on something that actually happened. Miracle. I don't think it's fake. I think they actually wrote it. They're like, maybe we can get like some giggles, but then Jada is so. I think he's talking about the incident as a whole. Oh, the thing. incident? No, I don't. Th- I was talking to our coworker Sarah. I don't think it's fake because how Jada reacted and then will like stop laughing right away, but the slap. Could be fake because, like, usually when you do a long slap like that, you're supposed to clap your hand. Guy, I think he, I think, how did, okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about me. As we all know, I am the resident scientist in this compound. This yes, true. he is. And I am the resident scholar in this compound, and compound. I have the massive depth to prove it. Yep. Okay. She okay. has a master's degree. Correct. Biggest mistake of my life. Mm-hmm. That aside, um, too real. <laughs> I love the idea of it being pro wrestling and they're all like everyone just is becoming Vince McMahon. I just think that the fact that they were that? prodding all night and man, like I don't usually wear a tinfoil hat, but if you give me the chance, I'll strap it on, yeah. my boy. And like I saw a picture on Twitter that was like possibly fake, but I'm going with it yeah. where it seemed like Chris had something in the cheek. Yeah. To like protect his face. Right. And I'm telling you, if Will Smith is walking up to me at rapid speed after I talk shit about his wife, I'm going to not stand there smiling. 
Uh, I think I'm uh, gonna be like, hey, dude, what's going on? Like, uh, I'm in the middle of a thing right now. I think he. I think the 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 instinct to stay there is because he's performing. So I think that I don't think he's going to move. Uh, I I do like that we're making this about uh, conspiracy rather than just talking about what happened. The uh, if it was planned, which I, again I don't think it was, making it so that they didn't have like a camera angle that's like switched to a side shot of Will walking up, which would have been like very clearly planned but there was a picture of him like with like talking with to his handlers too mm -hmm. like that could have been obviously because like he just slapped a man live on television it's but just look at it, it says hall said beckoning will to join her up on stage uh, with the would-be suitors the oscar nominee however made a sheepish face and face and said but and but I'm just, I'm just saying jada laughed at this joke he laughed at the joke about Jada, but then Jada was like, no, you're not allowed to jet laugh at the She's joke so about me. She's so vain but about Brent, her looks. I have more. Okay. I have more. Keep going. Okay. Every year, like, the ratings go down, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Every year. Yeah. Who is producing a new show? Well, yeah, Bel Air is coming out. Right? Mm -hmm. Bel Air is coming out. I don't think, I, I again, I, I don't think this is, um, I don't think it's planned. The the Academy gave him an Oscar and a comment after, and they were like, uh, we wagged the finger at you, good sir. But yes. they, I don't think they took his uh, award away. No, they did not. I do want to point out that the reactions from celebrities has been very telling because, uh, first of all, let's uh, let's return to us the assumption that this wasn't planned and that they're not just. First of all, uh, there's an argument to be made that I don't know if Chris Rock is that good of an actor because of how well he played it off. Mm -hmm. um, maybe he plays off. Maybe it was planned and he plays off the slap. He was a bit startled though. He was like, "Okay, yeah, that's something uh, like uh, Will I Smith have to go on after that." <laughs> it did, however, look like he was kind of holding back laughter when he was walking back to his seat. Will but he could also just be embarrassed about what he'd just done uh and i do want to point out that the, the i didn't i don't care about what he did whether it was real or not we'll never actually know uh i want to talk about how the what the response was mm. and the main response being jake paul insinuating yes. himself and making it somehow about him uh, about making money for himself good for him hey it's for the kids it's for the kids uh arnold Schwartz, they're saying logan paul and arnold schwarzenegger are urged to sign with will smith to their slap fighting championship mm -hmm. everyone's looking to cash in nice um it says fans are urging schwarzenegger and uh and logan paul to sign will smith to the slap fighting championship following his meltdown at the oscars uh, Hollywood megastar Smith uh, sent social media into a frenzy after storming out of the Oscar stage and slapping host Chris Rock three ways from Sunday. I added that last part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, across the chops uh, as the comedian made a joke about Smith's wife. The joke, okay, so what it is, guys, if you're not familiar with the story, if you've been living under a rock, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith suffers from uh, a condition called alopecia, which mm. uh, causes hair loss. Um, I believe it's an autoimmune disorder. Mm -hmm. um, and it was the joke in poor taste? Sure, yeah, but, but these, are the, these are the people teaching us about tolerance and yeah. telling you that you're a bad person and that other people are evil. So, you know, the, uh, the answer to um, a joke I don't like is not violence. Mm -hmm. The answer to the joke you don't like is take him out, you know, take him to another room backstage and yell at the dude. Do anything but get physically... The fact that he wasn't removed from the show was the biggest, was the most suspicious thing I saw, that he wasn't taken off stage. Mm -hmm. Right, that's what uh, I'm saying. So, and so, like, the response was like, uh, don't ever do that again. It's uh, like, come on. Alopecia activate, uh, advocate praises Will Smith's Oscar slap. Showed strength. I was amazed by how many people 
were like, "Good job! Violence is exactly the right answer to okay. uh, to physical uh, to to jokes." I'll remember that. Will Smith was just defending his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, during Sunday evening's Oscar ceremony. But for some who share the same medical condition, they felt protected too. That is weird. If you, that's weird. I, I, that's weird to me. Like they f- felt protected too. He wasn't protecting you. If if Will Smith saw you getting made fun of, he wouldn't stop for two seconds to help you. Maybe. Why uh, do he just slaps people just around that dead. talk shit about? There was a great. Shit? There was a great meme that says uh, Amy Amy Schumer uh, um, terrified. No, it says Amy Schumer now terrified at the possibility of uh, slaps coming for people who tell bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's like, uh, the, and really, what is what's happened is like it's it's just more memes. He's just going to be a meme again, and uh, in a lot of ways, I feel bad for Will Smith because he's been totally kind of uh deg you know degraded down to this he just looks like a dude who's been who's fed up right right but at the same time he was laughing like two seconds before until his wife made the notion that he shouldn't be laughing anymore this is an like this is one of those rare scenarios where i'm like no bad no press is bad press i just i i i I, I struggled wanting to cover this today because i just okay so what are you saying now uh no so you think that any press is good press for him uh, I mean, there is such a thing as bad press. Like, yes. I think that usually that saying is like pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. However, I think this is one of those situations where there's not ramifications coming from this. It doesn't no, seem not as at all. Yeah. So, what did this do beyond pull Will Smith in the limelight? It well, made the Oscars relevant again for the first time in saying. a decade. Yeah. I kind of see where you're getting at and like um, some people in the comments. So if you go into bounding into comments, so one where they interviewed Tiffany Haddish, some people in the comments said the script continues. And then some people are like, um, Will Smith, Haddish, Chris Rock, the rest. It feels so downtown, you know, BLM, Antifa, riots, violence, streets, name, element, um, Martha Luther King, crack dealers. And, and that's just at the, basically academy awards where they're like celebrating everything they always clean it up mm-hmm. and they were like your boy zach was right yep. it's time to say goodbye to hollywood marvel dc and just go on your own way yep it says uh, this is back because to that- it's just dying out uh, yeah, it's the last gasp mm-hmm. of a dying industry or a dying aspect of the industry. I wouldn't say dying industry. Honestly. Uh, yeah. So this says uh, this is back to the the um, alopecia activist. Uh, it says the 29 year old reality star. Uh, her name is uh, Zaralina Jackson. Uh, so she suffers from the same condition, which I understand. Like especially for women, probably even more than men, it must be extremely hard to deal with right. uh, mental health wise. But it says the 29-year-old reality star told SWNS uh, that uh, while she doesn't advocate for violence, Rock 57 should have known better. He should have known better than to tell a joke and expect to not get hit by Will Smith at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been some way worse jokes said at the Oscars. I think it's inappropriate to make any joke about someone with alopecia as it's a condition that highly impacts mental health. Again, I hate to be like the bear. Uh, I hate to be this guy, but a joke is a joke. Uh, I don't think that I think a lot of people take the world too seriously. Yes. It's like if I got angry every time somebody made a short joke, I would be nothing but angry. I am sure. But you just have to learn to to laugh sometimes yeah. i mean the 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 couple that like airs their dirty laundry like every month yeah they put it into the if you put it out into the like, world how is alopecia yep. the, like the thing that gets you my uh, favorite comment was the one that said man that's gonna hurt me till august exactly yeah, yeah. Well, so my question is 
like why is everybody so sensitive you know humor heals everything so like yeah she's suffering through something that women get it um i believe alopecia a lot of women get it because it's due to stress and then also genetic um mutations too but again like it it was a terrible joke she, she the joke yeah, was, she, was, was kind of funny I, I, it was kind of funny a little <laughs> bit but like i don't know why it offended her so much she looks good bald she should have just embraced it and then like make a whole thing out of it go like yeah i'm i will sell this into this my um into my name now i want these people to tell me what you can joke about then you can't joke mm. about anything. That's what I'm saying. But well, no, humor's dead. I'm asking for an actual answer. What? I'm on is, the list. What? What's? What are you? Will, okay, so you can't make fun of uh, of anybody that doesn't look exactly like you. You can't make fun of people with conditions that aren't life threatening but can cause uh, some type of problem with your mental health. Uh, that's most mm -hmm. people have a condition like that these days. It feels like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for whatever that is. Um, you're not allowed to make so basically the only people you're allowed to make fun of are people with absolutely 110 percent what perfect lives so because like theoretically the person who has uh, a life that is unmarred by any type of struggle or pain would somehow uh be able to just laugh it off well that's not the real world in the real world uh despite the struggle you have to learn how to laugh these things off and this is just not the case with when this mm -hmm. happens but i was surprised by there was a fairly mixed bag as far as what people thought because i was thinking it was going to be either one wonder i thought people were going to either be totally okay with it or totally against it but it seems like people are pretty all over the place uh and says uh this person says this uh is fat fab feminist on twitter <clears throat> <clears throat> Um, defending his wife okay, and, and winning best actor in the span of an hour. Yeah, Will Smith won. And then the next tweet says, this is exactly what happened. And the question is, why is it acceptable? Will Smith should be held accountable for assault and violence against another. Unforgivable. <laughs> I uh, love this person. He wrote a whole script. Like It's like a basically a cliff notes what happened. Almost too many layers to... Um, to the moment of the slap so will and jada stuff will laughing and then overcompensating overcompensating thank you i can't word right now um will feeling okay it's just funny because it just leads because like um if you read his apology that he gave to the academy it wasn't really an apology mm -hmm. he was just ranting about his role and, and I also think that some of these on the other side are over the top, too. It mm -hmm. says, it's not funny or acceptable or honorable or manly. Will Smith's attack over a joke was unhinged and violent and a crime, assault. I mean, yes, but unhinged, he just, dude reacted bad. I kind of agree with every side. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, I, this I, is a weird example where I see this, I, I see it from every perspective. It says, yeah, there's another too. one from June Paul says, uh, I used to have so much respect for Will Smith, but physical assault is not acceptable under any circumstances. Absolutely classless. On one hand, she is absolutely right. Physical assault is absolutely not acceptable. On the other hand, not on any circumstance. I, I, on the other hand, I don't think Will Smith cares about the respect of normie uh, of, of people on Twitter. Like, or at least he should. Yeah, he does. He shouldn't. What? Will Smith? You don't think so? I'm saying that they, they, they shouldn't need to. Like, uh, right. they, it's this weird camp that people are in now where they go on Twitter to, uh, to announce how they no longer have respect for someone as if uh, that person should care. I don't know. I just feel like Jada, like, if your looks bother you so much, why did you go to the Academy Awards just well, being bald? I get it. It's because of your health condition. But if I think she also just I think she also decided not to sit in the front row to avoid. Mm -hmm. Well, if she was so, like, scared about what people were saying, when you just wear a wig like normal people. 
I think that's an insensitive take. Uh, right. I think that's a fairly no, insensitive take. I know it's insensitive, but like still, like you're so afraid and you got offended by this joke. Why don't you just wear a wig? Wouldn't that be worse? It wouldn't be worse the, if they the couldn't tell. The well, you can't I'm tell sure now. She can I'm sure she can afford uh, like the best that money can buy. Yeah, I, again, you can't like, tell now if a wig is real hair or not. Like because people know how to like fix the wig caps to make it look like natural hair that's actually growing from your scalp. I don't understand. Like I know it sounds really rude and mean of me to say it, but again, if you're so vain about your looks, when you just be ten and shrug it off. It's also weird to me that uh, that the the Oscars then had to deny. Like, first of all, they they say that we don't support violence of any sort, and then he wins the and then he's allowed to win the award. I don't care about that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it's like it's this weird. Like, it was almost. It, it, I believe it was real, but if it wasn't, it's like this. Per, it, it's this perfect uh, storm of like every side makes sense. Like, right. I don't even like having this conversation because it's the most fence sitter. I'm like, yes. I get why you'd hit somebody for taking your wife. On the other hand, uh, time and place. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, he was wrong. On the other hand, he was right. I, I have no idea. Like, I, I'm not adding anything substantial. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of amazed at how even keel the comments were from celebrities about uh, whether he was uh, in the right or not. Mm -hmm. At least we got a new meme template. Well, yep. I know she's very vain about her hair because, like, there's another article where it talks about how she dealt with her hair loss over the mm -hmm. years. And she said, at the time, I... Um, at the time she held her tears back and said, I've been having issues with hair loss. It was so, t it was terrifying when I first, when it first started, I took a shower one day and a handful of hair was in my hand. Oh, yeah. he also says he wants to be a vessel for love. I forgot about yeah. that. But I think he said trying to be a vessel. One could argue that he's saying I'm not perfect, but I'm trying my best. I can understand that. Like I said, uh, he, he, I don't know. I'm not I'm actually not mad that he did it. I'm mad that he wasn't treated like everyone else when he did it. Like yeah. he could do that, make the mistake, be escorted out, maybe he still wins and they allow him back to give his speech and he apologizes, but it was like a very long non-apology apology. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't apologize to Chris. He he apologized to to the academy. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the rule for vessels of love slapping people? I don't really know. I don't know. I think uh, it's different. justice because you're making fun of alopecia. For yeah. love, yeah. It says, uh, yeah. I just, I'm over it. I, I just, I only covered this today mm -hmm. because it felt like we had to. But guys, I'm sure whoever you are, your opinion is already made up about whether what he did was right, what he did was wrong, whether Jada uh, deserve had this coming to her because you feel like she mistreated him, mm -hmm. uh, whether he had it coming to him because he hasn't had the strength to uh, to extricate himself from his situation. Let us know in the comments because we have no idea what you actually think that's uh, yeah. like everybody's gonna have their own opinion but for me it's like hollywood i i take the um godzilla route and say let them fight exactly yes. let them fight Let's, but also jada why are you for the kids nikki glazer says open relationships mm -hmm. seem healthy yeah, <laughs> yeah but again jada why are you so vain about your looks you look good bald dude i don't know just I rock it I, I don't know what you think she's being vain like if you lost your hair i bet you'd be freaking out yep I, no i actually want to shave my hair like okay well off. that's a personal decision it, and it would have been like I, in my, my i'm not even necessarily mad that she gave will that death stare i'm mm -hmm. mad that he didn't handle it better yeah, yeah. Exactly. like what do you want me to do yeah go mm -hmm. slap chris rock mm -hmm. somebody else made the joke that like <laughs> tupac would have shot him like because she, yeah. she knew tupac so mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah so like yeah, I, I, I like when he's like yeah. So well uh, for me the reason why I'm like picking on Jada because like 
again, it wasn't like really Will's fight. And like she got upset at her husband laughing at a joke that was pointed at her. I don't know. For me, I'm like, he kind of showed up at the academy like that. You know, they're gonna write stupid jokes like that. Here's a joke: that says Chris Chris Rock's behavior was disgusting. If you did the oh, same thing boom. anywhere in England, you would be expecting to be punched. Nobody feels the slightest bit sorry for him. Uh, this guy is 110 percent wrong. Uh, he made a joke in a segment. So, so we had Hannah Claire on here the other day, and she was mm-hmm. just like, "Why do they even tell jokes in an age where jokes and humor are dead, yeah. where you're not allowed to be funny anymore yeah, for fear crowd. of hurting someone, especially people with egos the size of celebrities? Why even bother trying to tell jokes? Mm-hmm. They should just get the lady that did the Nanette. They should do. What's that. her name? Wait, what? Mm. You know that like. Mm. Frumpy looking lady. That, I don't know. Like, you tell me, dog. Right, that's like stand up. She's from Australia. Oh. Which one? Ooh, I don't know. It's called Annette. I don't know the name. Don't sass me. What do you mean? Like, which one? You've been, you've been sassed, my friend. You've been sassed. I, I didn't there mean to you. give you sass. You don't even know. All right. I didn't mean to give you sass. I'm you just get, like really upset that. Do either of you happened? have any thoughts uh, left on the situation? Because I really am covering it out of the bare nature, to, the, the need to like cover it because it's the most pop culture relevant thing today but to me it's just an absolute mess and that's all there really is to say hannah gatsby hannah gatsby okay okay but no i was really hoping will would have been better are you okay yes uh okay go ahead go ahead i'm so scared i I had uh, i had i had something come to my mind yeah i wish he was like the better man and just like later when the academy awards was over pull chris rock to the side and go like hey i didn't really like that joke and my wife is like really she's gonna like complain to me about this later (laughs) can you you not like joke about that like she's very sensitive about her alopecia right now um that would have been the the best way to because like legit i'm like re-watching like fresh prince of bel-air like clips on youtube and i see like how humble this guy was but now he's not that humble i wish he was a little bit more humble he was like the bigger man which he is literally see i'm gonna make this about me Mm-hmm. I'm gonna <laughs> let's okay. Uh, we had a comment a while back where somebody's like, uh, they're like, uh, I think you guys are nice enough, uh, but I just don't know if you're really adding much to the conversation. This is a perfect example where I'm like, I don't think I have anything to add to the conversation. Well, let's move on then. I don't have any beautiful insights. I just have that, you know, it's celebrity on celebrity violence. I don't really care. I think it's fake, and that's my insight. And I think it's it might be fake, brave and bold. It might be Frankly. fake because legit, I wanted them to like zoom in more because I want to see if like he smacked his own hand instead of the cheek. No, nah, he but smacked th- him in the cheek. Well, like, no. You, have you ever taken um, acting 101? No. Oh, okay. So acting 101. What? You haven't? I'm just <laughs> born this way. Okay. So acting 101, if you do like slapping like that, but you don't want to actually hurt the person, you basically go closer and then pretend you smacked him. Like you can't tell like... So in the video, Will does this, where his, basically his left hand is like beneath. He didn't ha- have any exposed skin for it to make that sound. He had a, a suit on. I, well, no, no, no. You can clap. It makes the same sound effect if you hit a cheek. That's what I'm trying to get at. Were both his hands up when he did that? I don't think they were both up no, when he did um, that. No, later, like when he does the follow through, his left arm goes like here and then 
Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. Know. That's why well, I wanted him to zoom. Like, I wanted people to zoom in so I can analyze it more because that's a weird like acting tip where like you don't want to hurt somebody, so you pretend to smack them, but you slap your own hands. I think Chris Rock handled it like a champ. Yeah, I think Chris Rock handled it like a champ. So that is that's my take <laughs> on it. Dane thinks it's fake. Uh, I think Dane, only, I, I think that person. for the most part, there's no winners in this. Chris mm-hmm. Rock maybe comes out looking like a slightly better person for telling a, a very like what I believe to be. Um, basic joke, and then being totally. I need someone to take Jake Paul on the on these offers. Yes, so we. Want... <laughs> I hope it's us. I okay. hope we one day okay, we have so Dave here, and it's like Brett and Dane, fifty yeah. million dollars. Okay, so <laughs> so basically, do you want Jake Paul to throw the fight? Wait, always. Have the fight? I always want it. Yes, mm-hmm. I always want him. Okay, I don't know. I just want to see like real fist fight. I want to see blood. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on. Uh, just because uh, I have nothing else to say to that. All right. So, Dane, I need your opinion on this. This is a video game topic. Ugh. And uh, I was looking for something more open ended to talk about today. And since I know how much games like this appeal to you, mm-hmm. I want to know your thoughts on this article. So, it says Should Dark Souls ever get adapted for film or TV? I asked this because we are going to talk about the Halo right. uh, episode one later because there's an article related to uh, some supposed records that it broke. But uh, I want to know, but before I go off and uh, and say all the things that I don't think I should probably say, but it probably will due to how angry it made me. I want to hear your thoughts on this. So this says, uh, with the rise of so many dark and brutal fantasy movies and series as of late, should the video game Dark Souls be adapted into one? Since its initial release in 2011, the video game Dark Souls has since spawned two sequels and a number of copycat games, three of which are even by the same developer from software. And even in its own genre, which fans have dubbed Souls-like, the game's combination of unique storytelling and brutal difficulty made it stand out amongst its contemporaries as a truly unique experience, one that made players feel proud of themselves for seeing through to the end as it was a challenge. It says, uh, with the rise of adaptations of video games such as Netflix's 2019 adaption of The Witcher and their own 2017 adaptation of Castlevania, uh, one can be forgiven uh, for believing that ad- adaptations of dark and brutal fantasy settings are on the rise right now because the world of Dark Souls fits into the niche category perfectly, almost too perfectly. Right. One can also be forgiven for thinking that it's time we eventually come to, uh, that this will co- eventually come to be adapted. Do you think this would work? I'm of two minds. Okay. The first mind is like, no, it won't because it never works. Uh, that is, there's a That's, strong argument to be made that what I've realized is like the the less serious the video game adaptation is, the better. Meaning that Sonic works because it's not serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Free Guy, which isn't based on a video game, I know, but it's based on video game culture, works because it's not super serious. Though there are some thought provoking elements to that movie. Uh, Castlevania worked, but that's not live action. That's animated. Uh, so here's. Here's why I think it could work. Okay. And there's several reasons. Number one, uh, the Lord of the Rings writer, mm-hmm. he helped write Elden Ring, which is like the yes. last game in this entry. Yeah, George R. R. Martin. So, right. So if George R. R. Martin, naturally he has the connections in HBO and he naturally he has connections with like probably like some good directors, like he could help get this project in the hands of people who would take it seriously. Who actually care about the source material. I mean, because like game, like there's bad adaptations of books and there's good adaptations of books. Mm-hmm. I know, like Game of Thrones loyalists would say, like the books are way better than the show, mm-hmm. but like everyone says that. But however, it was still a cult phenomenon, right? Like yes. Game of Thrones. So 
if they surround themselves with the right team and the right thing, I think they could do it because like the thing about these games is like they have a lot of lore and the lore is like very subtle. Like you, you discover it in like nooks and crannies of areas and like with notes and with passing comments mentioned by people. And to the typical action fan that's just going there because the game is brutal and they just want to conquer it. The lore of the game while they appreciated what's going on, like they're not processing it. So this could be, you know, like the perfect medium to convey the lore, which I know like uh, Souls fans love very much and like believe it's very rich. Yes. But uh, however, again, with the nuance that like these things have like a 98% chance of fail. So probably 99% chance of failing. Maybe 99.9. Maybe 99.9. Uh, given, like, honestly. Uh, given how many adaptions there have been of these properties, because uh, notice they they mentioned uh, Castlevania, which is animated, so I don't count. That yeah, we're we're not gonna count animated because uh, they tend to have more leeway. And Witcher, which like my perception of it was like normies liked it because they had a beautiful stallion play like the protagonist. Uh, somebody that we stand for here at yeah, Pop right? Culture Crisis is in mm -hmm. fact Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. So they they had that beautiful boy like as a protagonist, but like, and he do, but he loves that like the but game. He loves the games. So I understand, but like the. I, I played the game and I got bored of it. So like, oh, you played Witcher. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a good game. It's just not for me. Yeah. But like, I don't know what the game fans feel about the show. But like, if the show is a success, like regardless of the fans, then yeah, it's carved out a niche. You know what they need to start doing? Uh, they need to start hiring at least just only hire at least one of the leads. It doesn't have to be the main lead. It has to be somebody who is like known for loving that type of stuff. I agree. And they That's need the to. Only I'm not even saying that they need to even take his opinion. I, I'm giving them advice. Mm -hmm. I'm not even saying, saying that they need to take that person's opinion into account to the storytelling. They're gonna fuck it up anyways. But if you have the one guy in there who can be like, I'm giving. I'm, I'm literally giving them a deceitful way out. Where he can be like, oh, dude, I love the source material. And they actually have to love the source material. He has to be able to pass geek muster. Here's what they should do. Like, and what Halo obviously won't do. Um, they have to put... So every show, regardless of, it, regardless of it, if it's brutal or not, needs moments of levity to reset the tension. Yes. Right? So this will be no different. In Dark Souls, the games... You can leave messages for players, advice for the game, but like again, ninety percent of it is people shit posting. Yeah, and so like people post like on the edges of a bridge that's like a, a bridge that's like crumbled. Walk, like w keep walking. It's like a hidden path, so people like jump off the bridge and kill themselves. Yep. So like if if they integrated things like that. You know, to the game where it's like, oh, a hidden message. It says it's a hidden path and they, they like fall off a cliff and die. Mm -hmm. Like that would be freaking hilarious. There will be multiple memes made of the moment. Like it would go insta viral. And like that's the kind of things that you get when um you pay attention to the source material. Like for Halo, like anyone that played Halo, like always wanted to get the sniper rifle or the shotgun. If, like, they added a scene where it's like, no, I'm sticking to the sniper rifle, like, that would be, you know, a shout out to the fans. And that's the things that you get when you respect the Souls material. 
I mean, the source material, lol. They did a fantastic <laughs> job. I don't know if any of you have seen the animated classic Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. No. It's fantastic. Um, there's fantastic. a scene where um, uh, when Michelangelo bats away stuff with the nunchucks, just like in the movie, uh, there's a scene where it shoots when the they, they have the car and it shoots. Did you ever have like the Teenage Mutant Turtles toys when you were a kid? Yes. And they have the wagon and the wagon shoots pizzas. Um, um, I saw the commercial it, for it, but I had to it shoots choice. pizzas out the front in the animated movie. It shoots manhole covers spray painted as pizzas. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Like all the callbacks to the original source material are in there. They're awesome. But, People love them. But the but it's good no matter what. It's it doesn't a, a person who watches it, it would just look cool. But a person who has also watched the previous stuff would get the reference, right. but they don't need to have seen it. And that's a very hard balance to strike. It's a, it's like a little treat for you, you yes. know, if you actually watch it. And it's like, yeah. I feel rewarded for watching this movie. Yes. So this is the best way to tell a story is by not telling it. This is absolutely right. Mm -hmm. uh, as we stated, the Dark Souls series is a very unique method of storytelling that would not lend itself to any adaptations. It would not lend itself well to any adaptations. The easiest way to explain it is that the game tells you its story by not telling it the way the game this game is set up the players the player character is more or less a nobody in a grim dark fantasy world reaching the end of its lifespan all attempts to save have utterly failed to save it have utterly failed and those who have tried to have had their have either exiled themselves or have gone completely mad as a result the world has more or less already ended with the player and the other characters they meet being participants participants in the last ditch attempt to save the world where all other attempts have failed you can tell so many great stories there that aren't that, that don't require a whole lot of dialogue uh or over the top dialogue in that it seems like it's very fresh in the way it could be done mm-hmm mm -hmm. Is this something that is this the method that you think would be the way to go? Um, I think the way to go is. So the thing about this game is that how the game, the selling point is the brutalness, which they can do, but the difficulty, and I don't know. Yeah, how do you convey? Why? How do they convey that? So he would have to. It would have to be likely if they're doing it in episodes. It would literally have to be one of those things where he struggles through. It, it's yeah. going to have to be fast paced, building to a crescendo. Like at people, the end of each episode, people so, have to die. Like on the raid of Game of Thrones, like people. Yeah. Have, like the character has to get brutalized. Like, yep. So there would be a lot of work that would have to go into making the secondary characters feel important enough that you care when they die, mm -hmm. but not so important that it stops. Uh, that it, uh, that it slows the pace of the storytelling and also like so you play your character and your character is like very customizable like so people are samurai some people are knights some people are wizards is like and this this like protagonist like has to fit like everyone and everyone's like yeah. unique desires as they were i mean i don't know maybe i'm it's it's too you know it's too difficult of a wish list to ask then you for keep everyone. it as a more of a blank slate um, right but like Ultimately, you're going to make some decisions. Yes. So that uh, I, I think that would be very hard to find a middle ground there. But I think that, uh, to be honest, if I'm looking at it from a 3,000-foot view, uh, overt heavy brutality would probably make up for a lot of poor storytelling for most people. Uh, violence attracts a lot of people, and people like they, they find that interesting enough. Uh, where if it's halfway decent storytelling, uh, conveys a level of difficulty that the protagonist has to achieve, and brutal gore and violence, and they could potentially make something that's fairly well received. Well, and mm -hmm. also like something they have to convey about the game is like surprises. Like any door you walk through, there could be someone behind the door like waiting to kill you. 
Like I'm telling, like this that's game. That's done through the music. Then, then, then you do that through uh, good musical cues and shots that are specific to that type of storytelling. So it is possible. Like, yes. like, like we're, we're like we're talking about it right now. We're like philosophizing about it. You know, it seems like the there would have to be a lot of care in pre-production to stuff like that. Stuff that wasn't in Halo, which I'm going to talk about. It. There was not. There was very little of that in Halo, but it would require a lot of care. I do think you'd have to have a lot of references to cutscenes cut and stuff that mm -hmm. they can take inspiration. There's from. some epic ones. So there, there would have to be epic. a lot of really good inspiration taken from the cutscenes, as far as lighting, as far as sound design. I think it's possible, but like I said, I don't have any faith that these industries can actually pull this off. So for so me neither, but for some reason uh, I have like the slightest glimmer of hope that this could be the one. Yep. And Miracle just wants to see violence. I just want to see violence and blood no. and gore. I don't care about you women in the show. In the show, I, why do the sh why do the why women? Why not do the men in the show matter? No. Well, then why didn't you say both? I don't care about you people. Well, because they're trying to make it into a whole thing where it's about women. No. Yeah, I, that's why I said I don't care about you women. Okay, well, Miracle's on a roll today, guys. <laughs> Miracle's on a roll today. I'm just on a hating roll. She's there we a, go. She's apparently on a hating roll today. It is a yeah. Monday, after all. It, it is. It is. I do hate Mondays. All right. Well, Mondays I, hate you. That's true. I do come in Monday mornings really early. She was here very early today. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it could work, but like I said, uh, then you'd have to have faith that the people in these industries mm -hmm. would put that much uh, care and TLC into the production. I don't have faith in that. Speaking mm -hmm. of care and TLC. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, you want to talk? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Um, before I get in trouble. Why did he right. breath? All right. What's going on, Brett? Are you okay? I am going to go. Uh, okay, so we're gonna, first of all, we're going to talk about how Halo set supposedly some viewership record uh, for Paramount Plus, and I'm going to tell you why, even if that is true, this is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life, and I'm going to tell you this as somebody who does not, does not play the games. No. So this is not coming from a person who who's like, oh my God, they didn't adapt it just the way I want. No. Brett's uh, stuck in the 64. <laughs> I, I well and younger 64 and older You're like right. so so n64 sega uh regular nintendo atari game boy game key or not gamecube uh game gear i have a game gear okay. um okay Bam. so so halo was once supposed to be uh to put xbox on the map as uh, as place for original scripted programming instead the adaptation of the popular video game is helping to establish another digital platform paramount plus according to the paramount streamer halo has set a new record as the service's most watched series premiere globally in its first 24 hours of release topping the previous mark established by yellowstone's prequel 19 or er, 19 1883 uh, which happened in December. As usual, no numbers were provided for reference. So you just, whenever these types of things happen, whenever mm -hmm. there's a new record from a streaming service, it's just, it's basically that meme. It's source, trust me, bro. Uh, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. trust me, bro. Uh, it was, dude, it totally set a record. Uh, uh, it says it also drew 4.9 million viewers in a promotional linear airing behind Yellowstone on Paramount Network. I didn't even know Paramount had a regular network. We will, uh, we will get a sense of the scope of Halo's viewership when Nielsen's streaming rankings for this week come out. A Paramount Plus original is yet to crack the Nielsen top 10. Uh, I remember I did see that that, that was... Uh, right. So, like, straight off the bat, like, this is a very misleading, like, title. Because, yes. like, the, it was, like, a top performing for Paramount Plus. Yeah. For, like, and the, but yet Paramount Plus, like, has never broken a top 10. So, who cares? Exactly. Like, your show, like... Okay. Guys... Make it B tier stuff. Yeah, I am. Brett. I am the 
exact target audience that they that they supposedly <laughs> wanted for this show. I am the person who is vaguely curious, loves good television, doesn't have any connection to the source material. This is disgustingly bad. Okay, um, why? It is there is not save for two people a single likable character in this entire show. Yeah. Not one. Uh, if you guys saw Inhumans, these sets are worse than Inhumans. The stuff oh. inside the ships, uh, it looks like fan fiction. Uh, everything in the I, notes, notes of everything I hated about the show. Um, I, I, actually, you know what? I'll start with stuff that was actually good. No, don't. Nope. No, there's, no. <laughs> a, there's a there's a couple of things that were good. They, there are some decent shots where uh, they have Master Chief and he switches to first person camera inside his helmet, and that stuff's good. So it feels very much like the game. It feels like, and anytime he's on comms in his helmet talking, that's good. He is the he's the only person that I would consider a likable character. But he's not. Thank in, God. But he's not in it enough to really like. It, it's it's. Ooh. Okay, so you're on this. Uh, all, all of these people are just bickering. I think I heard the word insurrection nine times. No way. Nine times in the making of this. <laughs> uh, um, oh God. The so basically, Master Chief is not really the most important character. There's a, a character named Quan Ha, extremely unlikable. What does uh, she do? And by the way, guys, I'm going to preface by saying that none of this is to say that these are bad actors. I'm saying that these performances, most likely by the fate of the director. Uh, are why these were bad performances. If you're going to make a show... Guys, where, Brett doesn't mean that, but I do. I'm saying that. I'm saying they're bad actors. I'm saying that like everyone's bad. Okay. Please keep going. Okay, so in a world like this, where you're going to stray this far from the source material, so you don't get your built-in video game audience to give it cred, you need to make these characters likable. Right. If you're going to make a show like, say, Banshee, or any of these other kind of more visceral dramas, you can make characters pieces of shit annoying, and it fits within the world. Mm -hmm. A show like this, which is fantasy, it is essentially science fiction, there needs to be, a, the first thing it reminded me of visually was a show called Killjoys. Uh, that's bad, because Killjoys was like a sci-fi show, so the budget should not evoke Killjoys at all. Uh, but the characters in that show were likable. Hannah John Kamen plays a character in that show, likable. The the girl who plays Quan Ha, Quan Ha, not likable. The lady. Why who, is she not likable? She, she, she's ugh, annoying. I can't explain. Like I can't explain what it is like. Is okay. she like Rose from um, Star Wars? There, she, she's uh, she's she's being. It's almost like she's being like uh, standoffish and uh, stereotypically male in a weird way, in a way that just doesn't work because she's mm -hmm. tiny. Uh, and there's uh, the the lead gen the admiral uh, is played by Shabana Azmi, who apparently is like one of the most highly respected actresses in India. So this is clearly, if that's true, this is a problem with this with the way that this was written, right? Mm -hmm. It's a problem with the way it was presented. So it feels like uh, she's the most her uh, Natasha uh, McKellen's, uh I don't know how to pronounce, I was the the do the Doctor Halsey, the admiral, everyone in the ship is unlikable and does not look believable in any way, shape, or form. Brett, this is like one out of 10 out of 265 genius drafts Yes, that were written. Okay, there's, there, there's the, the, the Natasha, the, the Dr. Halsey has one good scene at the end, and then there's another character who is uh, Captain Jacob Keyes. He is likable. And he gets lectured by his own daughter, who is like... Who, who then gets met she has a thing where she complains about her mom how her mom's never gonna promote her you're in like a galactic war dude office politics is not what people care about in this case 
It all felt like stupid, oh trivial human bullshit in the middle of supposed uh, a galactic war. That makes no sense. Okay, I am being very. I am trying to be very um, accommodating. Is, is here. it propaganda laced? There's. I think I heard the word propaganda nine times in the process of this show. Mm. Uh, oh, it's just. It's so bad. Uh, I, I literally. I can't put it into words. Is I, the action good? The the effects are garbage. Um, <laughs> really. Um, the, I will give them credit that the opening scene, of course, I, and I watched it on that TV, not like maybe on a small, on a slightly smaller TV, it, it wouldn't have been as noticeable, but to me, the, the, like, I will give them credit that they at least tried to do it during the day. They didn't try to do the, the bullshit where they make the action scene take place at night. Cause it's easier to do the special effects that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the, all I thought of was like halo wine moms. All the generals are women in a world that is, uh, it goes against, this is not to be mean, but this is like in the in human nature is that men are the ones who want to go to war. So it just feels to me like propaganda. Not in the year 10,000 trillion, it, four billion, banana, banana, bobillion. It, it, it just, and, and then, and then and like when, when the, I, I was like putting up with it, but when the daughter uh, was the Olive Gray's character, when she lectures her own father about like humanity and like doing right and wrong, I'm just like, oh, fuck off, fuck off. I, I'm, I'm and I like I have a high tolerance for this shit these days. Yeah, but, you watch that Superman show. Yeah, like. that that's not that bad. I mean, that's I mean that the, the show is objectively not super great, but it's kept mainly the. the but okay, so I can't put into words why it's just it's so current year. Like ten <laughs> years, obviously, ago, dude. Ten, like they based it off nothing. They based it off nothing. Obviously, they, they were he, gonna b- put up a bunch his, of the, the worst like, part. Is, okay, he girl takes, bosses in, like the Halo world. Is. That's what it is. It's 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 uh, Yas Queen Slay yes. in outer space. <laughs> it's Yas Queen Slay in outer space with wine moms who Crazy. are pretending to be military advisors. Fuck off! It does not work. If you got a woman, like if they put if they took that same role that that admiral's role, and obviously she's not. She's not old enough, but and they gave that role to Gina Carano. Yeah, fuck yeah. She actually would have rocked it. I buy that. But this like, and then the 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 Quan Ha character, super unlikable. She's like talking back to to Master Chief, even though he's like holding her captive. Like you don't talk back to your captive or to your captor like that. And and it's like all of it sounds like petty, mean girl bullshit. The way they're talking, they don't talk like they're in the military. They don't talk like they've been fighting a war. They talk like people in 2022 America would talk to people on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I apologize. Let us. The worst. How you really feel? The worst part at the end. Like I said, I said this should not happen because I am the target demographic. There's so many ways they could have done this where it wouldn't have been so bad. Mm -hmm. He takes his helmet off in the first episode and they played as if it's this big moment that nobody earned they she didn't was, build she it. was uh-huh. talking back to you like five minutes ago uh and now you're taking your helmet off to protect her so you're just an idiot okay it's it's that stupid it's that dumb do not watch it i don't say that very often if they made the show about uh captain jacob keys and they made it about master chief and they made it about uh what was her name and then the just the doctor the 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 annoying talking back girl's mom dr halsey if they made it about those three characters so like that the the husband and the wife got rid of the annoying lecture daughter who talks back to her own father even though he's her superior uh, got rid of her, had just the husband and the wife, and then Master Chief, 
go with it. Brett, can we hate watch this together? We can do it after this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I, I'm, I'm doing a really awful job because I'm trying to be. You're as, doing an excellent I'm, I'm job. I'm trying to be as amenable as possible. Really, when it comes down to it, it's, it's not that hard to make me happy when watching this stuff. Don't use 2022 like, like using. Just make it an action. Using thing. mainstream media buzzwords. <laughs> yeah. You know, using make main, it an action movie. Using mainstream media buzzwords takes you out of it. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, having one first of all, and the pacing was garbage because they have the big action scene at the beginning and then nothing. So it's like uh, I get the point of having like a hook in the first five to ten minutes, but you have a hook done in seventeen minutes, and the the episode is an hour long. So another forty minutes of nothing but uh, of wine moms talking on a on a freaking spaceship. Do we know if it it ever trended on Twitter? I have no idea. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I like I said, if I'm this annoyed, I imagine how annoyed the people who play the game are. I've all I want to see the only statistics I want to see is like episode one compared to episode yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. So also here's the other thing to point out. It's like it says it's, it breaks this record, right? It but says if, like it's already like green lighted to like season yeah, two. Yeah, there's going to be season two. Okay. So uh, if you get rid of all the characters, have it just be Master Chief, the uh, Dr. Halsey uh, and and the and his wife, then sure. But the rest of the characters can go jump off a spaceship, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But here, so, so it says it sets a premier, a, a premier viewership record. But then you go look at the Rotten Tomatoes, sixty and sixty, negative all around. Sixty is like not sixty is like you're. That's a D. A that, fail. That's, that's a fa- that's a failure. Okay. So and then if you look Fair. at the, if you look at the reviews, uh, <laughs> I, and I'm not even talking about looking at, at the actual reviews, but it, all the ones from actual video game sites are negative. So it says uh, the Halo series has absolutely no vibes. It is. It is paint by numbers, Hollywood, uh, designed by committee. Yes, Queen Slay bullshit. Who could have? possibly predicted this it's it's so like it's, what beautiful golden <laughs> giant had the foresight to know that if you don't actually play the thing you won't make it good they could have made up for all of that by taking all of those same characters me the, exactly dane predicted all this take all the same characters take all the same characters all the same actors and make them just you know, 5% more likable. But they and won't. I, and I gave, and I would have given them more credit. But they didn't. They made all of these characters, like you want to see all of them get punched in the face. You do. I'm you just don't... waiting for creativity to die already. To this die? Is... It's dead. It's yeah. been dead. Like, they're like, no, this is their best. The like, only this is thing. Their A plus effort of creativity, but it's shit. The only thing that can save us from this world of infinite dread is Jake Paul offering people to fight to the death for the children. Like, every single movie is some bullshit girl boss, like, think of the Latinxist thing. Do it, but and make like, the characters more likable. That's all I'm asking. Now, it's hard to write. in Halo, they can't even get the action right. Okay, let us let me try to at least do this. Let, let me try to boil it down. First of all, we didn't get enough of... Uh, you don't get to see any of Bokeem Woodbine. He's in it, but Bokeem Woodbine is one of those actors that's so great, and he's got this really unique look. I would have really... He, he, he's wearing a helmet, so you're not going to see that. But, okay, so all they had to do was give... I'll, I'll boil it down to two characters because it really boils down... Or to three characters. Uh, I'm sorry, but Shabana Azmi is miscast. Nobody in the world buys her as a military officer. You have to give somebody with more... It has to have a more physical presence than somebody who looks like uh, an aunt or a grandma at a holiday party. You just can't do it, okay? 
Doesn't work. She tries to play stern or or cold. Doesn't work. Looks mm-hmm. like she's going to offer you Christmas or, or some type of, of family dinner before you not not, not punish you. Okay. Uh, and then the get rid of uh, the. I don't want to see. You have to rewrite the dialogue for these characters. Right. This, you can't fix this. Uh, the, this so, is unfixable. Olive Gray on weak foundation shall not stand. Okay. Yeah. There's no fixing this. You are likely correct. If, but I'm just saying, to, if you make Quan Ha more likable, if you make Dr. Miranda Keys more likable, you save, you at least keep me watching to episode two. How would they? Um, I How would they make them more likable? Less cold. What are they referencing? This, like art, art is theft, and their art is this like recreationally being offended stuff. So since they, they're never going to watch the source material and they told you they're proud of it, Everything they do, they do. I'm telling you, they could get uh, Meryl Streep, uh, Johnny Depp. They could get the whole Academy, the list of all Oscar-winning actors and directors oh. and everything, and they're not gonna get it. They're not gonna get it because they're gonna base it off this like, like there, a "woe is me" attitude. There's a line where <laughs> you're the, so mad. The lady says. It. They're talking about military. They're talking about military casualties. Right. And she says 150 casualties. Not a good look. Fuck not off. A good look. Fuck off. <laughs> that is the most. Uh, this isn't Twitter. You douche canoe. Yikes. Bad take. Yeah. Big yikes. <laughs> big. Yikes. Might as well have said big fucking yikes. Okay. I'm swearing and I'm sorry. It's mm. Jane. This is kind of like your revenge. He's oh. angry. He's always making me. I'm loving it. He's always <laughs> making me angry. And now he's like generally like disturbed. <laughs> it's like um, he's not gonna sleep tonight. No, he won't. The daughter being mad that her mom won't promote her while talking about war and politics is the, that's the definition of Twitter. Like they they're they're so important. They care so much about the world. They're like war politics. What if my job doesn't give me a promotion this year? This is not how the world works when you're not on the internet. I, I got a I got a prediction. I shouldn't even say it because they're gonna do it. Go ahead. At so at some point they're gonna make like a comparison of like the Ukraine. Uh, the show would have been in the can by by the time that happened. So no. uh, don't you think they'll edit it something in like a soundbite? No, no, I don't. Um, I I think that the insurrectionist comments. I literally I I literally almost got a migraine from rolling my eyes so hard. I'm just like, yeah. Ugh. uh, and then you, the the word propaganda you hear um. Somebody says something about like, uh, or this unity or so-called unity. It's just like you could, I'm literally watching it and Is I'm there equity and I'm no, but I'm picturing the, the, the writer on their laptop with like CNN or Fox or MSNBC on in the background. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a good one, bro. Let's use that word. The, the guy who plays, uh, the, the crappy character's dad, the captain Jacob keys is like, he basically has a line where he says, he goes, it's not that simple. And they're, he's talking about war, which is I not simple. And she goes, it is simple. Like a child, okay? But he's <laughs> getting lectured. <laughs> I, I can't do it, dude. Like, I was like, I was like, this is going to be good because I'm not the, like, I'm, I'm exactly what they want this to be. I'm the person who's like, I know the video games exist. It, I give a lot of leeway to a lot of properties that go far from the source material. All you got to do is make the characters likable and they couldn't. You had one job. Are you going to mm-hmm. watch the second episode? 
uh, if I have some. You have to. Uh, well, I mean, I'm still trying to stay sober, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it depends. Um, uh, I I don't oh know. Oh my god! Like it, it would it would like I said, what an answer. I, I'm doing a horrible job. Like I, the the off air part will be worse for me, but I'm doing my best to be like I'm like trying to like if they had just done this, if they had just done this, if this character wasn't such a twat, if this character wasn't such a douchebag, all they had to do. Guys, I got here like uh, two and a half hours ago. And, like the first person I saw was Brett, and he's like, "Hey, uh, ready for the show?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good." No. And then I was like, "Hey, I saw we're doing like a Halo like a story." All Brett did was literally like vibrate angrily. <laughs> very, Brett's a very eloquent guy. He's the host of this show, right? He literally all he did was like rah, rah, and like started like <laughs> vibrating and went up the stairs. I was like, "It's gonna be a great show." Yeah, well. <laughs> Uh, I, and again, I mean no disrespect to the actors. I am not saying that they're bad at their jobs. I'm saying the material you were given was garbage. I mean all the disrespect to the actors and all the disrespect well, to the directors. Look, you should feel ashamed for being a part of this. If if this is how you feed your kids, I'm sure your kids would rather go hungry. Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you for that. Um, the yeah, like I said, the and I'll close it off with the, the it's a bummer because him taking his helmet off could have been a great moment. All they had to do was wait a few episodes. Obvious, dude. Is there? I mean, and, and look, 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 it's like, <laughs> I'm saying like I'm giving them more credit. Like uh, there's a lot of people who love the games who are like his helmet should not come off no matter what. I kind of take a more neutral approach. I'm like if they do it right, if they build it properly, if he develops a a connection with this character. So the idea is that he's supposed to develop a connection with Quan and then she finally gets to see his face and it should be a symbol of trust and growth in their relationship not this bullshit this is why i know all this is fake of the records and stuff because it's like oh it's set a record internal no numbers um if okay master chief takes off his helmet reveals his face should this show be a massive hit people would be talking about it um, but they're not i will say some of the uh some of the alien CGI, like, is pretty good. Like, uh, of those characters, the the CGI of like the battles in general to me weren't. But I was watching fairly closely. If I was only like half paying attention, it probably wouldn't have been that bad. Mm -hmm. um, color palette wise, it did remind me of both Killjoys and Firefly. Both uh, Firefly. Uh, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's like immediately I got vibes to shoot two shows that I really like. Mm -hmm. So. I found this that much more offensive considering how good those shows were to me. So that's just, uh, I will watch episode two, but I cannot guarantee that I will not be just as angry if they don't fix the mistakes. And my guess is they don't fix the mistakes. I'm so, guessing they triple down, baby boy. We'll see. We'll see. I just, uh, it, uh, I actually was fairly, uh, I did a horrible job of, of explaining exactly how awful or how bad I thought it was, but, I'm just going to go with they don't know how to write characters that people actually want to see succeed. Yeah. That's that's the best way I can... Let's leave it at that. I, that's the best way I can put it. So, just um, destroy it with fire, Brett says. Yes. Uh, well, you know. All right. Now that, now that we're past bad writing, let's get back to weird Hollywood elitism. Social media backlash grows after $133,000 Oscar gift bag. Nice. But they're just like you and me. Yeah. celebrities they're just like us that that's my favorite like whenever we look at like u.s uh like magazine or anything, they have a segment it's like it's like a guy it's like it's like some guy going out and getting donuts or getting like yogurt and it says celebrities 
They're just like us. No, they're not. Dude, the list of stuff is down here. We got to read that. Yep. So it says, one of the more interesting side stories from every year's Oscars is what the nominee gift is what's in the nominee gift bags. Getting something inside one of these exclusive freebies is a marketing department's dream with a handful of samples paying off dividends if A-list stars casually endorse them. This year, the Hollywood Reporter is claiming that the 2022 gift bags are worth a colossal $133,000 a piece. Mm-hmm. The claim comes via distinctive assets which assembled the bags and whose funder lash fairy cool name said quote we are not only celebrating these incredible nominees but also a return to normalcy in a post-pandemic world um i am here to advocate once again for the return of the word normality rather than normalcy it is much cooler sounding um but we'll go over to the second article first and talk about what's in the baskets so (laughs) After a couple years off due to the pandemic, blah, 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 it says, so it says, according to NBC and E! News, nominees can expect the following items from the Everybody Wins gift bag. A three-night stay in Scotland's Turin Castle worth $50,000 and inspired by Denzel Washington being nominated for Best Actor in Tragedy of Macbeth. Butler service is included. Remember, celebrities, they're just like us. Uh, A four-night stay at the Golden Door Resort in California worth $15,000. Celebrities, they're just like us. Oh, they got warmies. A small plot of land. They gave them. A, my, my favorite comments are about this. A small plot of land in Scotland, along with the title of, of Lord or Lady of Glencoe. Dude, I'm going to send this article to Tim. Like, my one year anniversary of the company's starting to come through. It's like, hey, man, you we want some ideas. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for a plot of land in Scotland, yeah. boss. Well, Sir Dane Fox. Dude, that sounds me? like a YouTube ad where they're like, well, yeah. if you enter this promo code, you can be a lord or lady yeah, of this uh, land. The cor- but it's it's not in Scotland, it's in Ireland. Yeah, the quartering had that for like a sponsor. Um, a $12,000 liposuction procedure. No from, way. From Dr. Thomas Sue no the, called Celebrity Arms. You're lying. Are we seeing the same list? Uh, it's on the Yahoo tab. It's the next tab. Oh, you got the ah. Yahoo one. We're looking at. I'm looking at the this. other one, dude. The uh, other uh, one looks like a lot more realistic. Uh, a life coach, uh, a life coaching session with keynotes uh, with, with Coyote. Coyote? Joseph worth $1,200. Popcorn. I like how they just add popcorn. $25,000 in home renovations from Mason Construction in LA. K, those are just some of the expensive items in the gift bags, but we aren't done yet. Nominees will also get treats, alcohol, tons of skincare items, toys for their kids, books, and other luxury items, all of which comes to $100,000. Like wild. Yeah. Um, Fudgiest brownies ever from Wonder Kirks. I don't mm-hmm. know how to say that. Well, Wonder Kicks. Um, my favorite was the. Where's the comment from the guy from Ireland? That was that was the one I loved the most. Uh, the guy was very upset uh, about that. Um, it's kind of funny they got warmies. I want one. An inflatable it, orca from PETA. Yes. Oh God. Oh yes, here it is. Oscar nominees will get ownership of land in sky. Of Scottish land in a gift pack at the Oscars. Not an early April fool. Just a tasteless wheeze. Scotland is not a trinket. So let's get our land taken out of the Academy Awards goodie bags. Please sign this petition and share. Says Leslie Riddick of of I'm mad at people who want pieces of scotland.com i made up that last part mm-hmm. that's a great domain thank you uh so so they're very mad that the oscars paid money for land and then gave the land away they're very they i'm guessing that they believe that it trivializes it kind of like posting it on twitter and, and making a i mean i want to see some of these celebrities give all their like goodies to like people in ukraine does anybody know does anybody <laughs> know. know 
if um, a change.org petition has ever actually changed something. Let me see. Surely once. Uh, rather than make uh, rather than make virtuous, tearful speeches tonight about how much they care about Ukraine, it might be nice if all the Oscar presenters and nominees auction their re- their revoltingly ostentatious one hundred and forty thousand dollars gift bags to raise funds for Ukrainian refugees. You're asking quite much, Mr. Morgan. That was Piers Morgan who said that. Um, I just want to remind you guys that celebrities, that it's not in the real world. They do not live in the same world as you and I. I don't think that that means that they don't have problems. I get annoyed when people say that when they're like, they're rich though. I'm like, that's just, as the great uh, Biggie Smalls once said, mm-hmm. he who has money also has more problems. Okay. Brett, when someone doesn't bring me fresh escargot, yes. I get only the green M&Ms. Living. <laughs> Only the green M&M. Right. Um, but to answer your question, Brett, there's only been five successful times that change.org petitions actually work. And this is an article from businessnewsdaily.com. And it was from December 7, 2021. One of them was corporations stop funding anti-gay discrimination. Teen magazines stop photoshopping models. And then rental car industries stop fighting vehicle safety beef industry ditching pink slime cell phone companies taking uh takes on this um this mess let me say something no magazines stop photoshopping anything yes yeah. so i do I, I do find it that is a lie this uh the survey has determined that that was a lie uh, right. uh i do want to point out that it is very telling how much of the stuff in this basket is is has to do with their physical appearance Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a bunch it, of aging creeps. It's just, uh, it's like, look better because your job is to look good. Uh, so it's, uh, what, what were some of the other good ones on here? Um, Nutrifit meal deli- Oh, God. Uh, I, I don't know what karma nuts are. Karma nuts? But- uh, one, this is like, it's tree by something. And yep. I was like, what the hell? Yep. Uh, gold, gold infused olive oil. Okay, thanks. Um, you know. I'm trying to look for the lo- it. I like how in the, this article it says the low point is frankly the cringeworthy offer of a free lord or lady title. We oh, would be super- they got exploding kittens too. Yes, holistic uh, healing. After what went down at the down in the city, expect 2024 nominees may need a mouth guard, ice pack, and ibuprofen <laughs> included in their goodie bags. That was clever. Uh, I do find this article hilarious though from from TMZ. $140 gift bag could cost at a tax rate of 50%. No way. Yeah. This year's Oscar nominees have nearly $140,000 in gifts at their fingertips, but before they claim their loot, they might want to consider Uncle Sam, who wants his cut. <laughs> yeah. And wow. remember, as we all know, there is only one thing certain in life other than death, and that is taxes, my friend. Mm-hmm. It says every year actors who get a nod for the Academy Awards are afforded a sweet goodie bag that's worth a bundle. And this year is no different with marketing companies, distinctive assets, offering a ton of prizes that, if claimed in full, are valued at $137,000 and change. Mm-hmm. The gifts up for grabs. And, okay, so they go down here. It says, um, uh, okay, it says, among other perks in the form of services, experiences, and other pricey objects might sound cringe. Indeed, it is. Indeed, it has sparked outrage for a variety of reasons. But here's the kicker. The more gifts they claim from the lot, the more they pay down the road. So I guess the idea is like they don't have to take all of them. They only, I, I imagine a lot of those celebrities won't even take a bunch of them because uh, a, a celebrity could take that same trip and make it a business expense and write it off on their taxes as opposed to taking the all expenses paid version and then having to pay out. 
right? Mm. I, I I don't know who who gets to deal with the taxes, the recipient or the giver. Uh, I'm, uh, it says so. It says uh, it says. Yep, we're talking about taxes here, <coughs> and all signs point to a hefty bill if a majority of these gifts are accepted and or used. Everything the nominees claim will be viewed as taxable income, and some experts speculate that they can be taxed at a rate of fifty percent or higher. I, I imagine somewhere Bernie Sanders is dancing to a, a, a song. Like I took a, their money for gifts. Yes. Uh, so it says, uh, uh, not to get too into that, but it says, even the nominee's claim will be, so it's all taxable at a, fi- at a rate of up to 50%. Of course, that probably isn't lost in the stars themselves who may not take up any of these offerings being presented. In fact, Distinct Assets founder Lash Ferry explains that just about $5,000 of the swag bag is made up of actual stuff they can take home. The rest are all services and trips, so the majority of the gifts go unclaimed. The bag isn't worth that much. Okay. So they're sm- if they're smart, they're like, nice, but you can offer me a trip to the Bahamas, but I could take that same trip on my own dime to the Bahamas and write it off as a business expense if they say they're going to meet their boss there or something like that. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they could, they could find a way to make it ta- uh, less, uh, less of a tax burden on themselves. Yeah. Still, the fact that they're trotting out these gratuitously expensive carrots for the nominees at all—something that's been going on for years, by the way—has made some wonder what's really important right now. And of course, they're talking about Ukraine, but celebrities don't actually care about Ukraine. They care about um, virtue signaling. They care about getting kudos on Twitter. They're not actually here to help anyone. If they were, what they would do is they would take all of this stuff and they would and they would claim it and they would turn it into um, a fund for the homeless people that they have to kick out of their homes, uh, out of their uh, out of their location to set these award shows up where they're always shepherding the homeless people away from the area because it's an eyesore to them, not acknowledging that there's a real problem that they could be helping with, Mm -hmm. which is very uh, sad. But that's the way things are. Any of those gifts you guys would want? I want all the snacks. I'm looking at the yeah. snacks right now. You know the posh the pre- posh pretzel, dude. One box. What is, is a over, posh? Pre- they're they're like overly decorated pretzels. I want the olive oil and gold. Yeah, like these are all the flavors that they have. That Reese's Pieces one looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me see. So, um, basically, I on their website right now. Sorry, I didn't mean to break the laptop. And I'm looking at their flavors, but if you buy one box, um, I forgot what their offer is, but one of them is like over fifty dollars. Damn, I want some. They I, win because I'm looking at the website now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was looking oh, at yeah. the Karma Nuts. Um, the Karma Nuts just sound like regular peanuts or like any mixed nuts that you get with flavor on them. I mean it. I might posh party platter. Yeah. Uh, let me get that one in the corner there, guys. Uh, I just want. So if somebody wants to buy that for me, feel free. Uh, I will take it. Keep that in mind. Dude, Tim, for our company bonus, can we just get posh? I don't want Tim pretzels. To buy it. I, I, you know. Well, it's because like he appreciates that. I want Miracle to buy it. Oh, there you me. Go. I got no money. Well, you better start saving up. Not for not for posh pretzels, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, right. like look at the brownies also. Oh yeah, mm. Miracle looks very happy. It's the happiest I've seen Miracle look in a long time. I I like brownies. Look, it says cookies like Grandma used to make. Perfect. That's so cute. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Can like you give me Mir- a- all Miracle wants is some chocolate and violence. Is that so much to ask for? It really isn't. <laughs> yeah. Just get, just get her some violence, gore, mm-hmm. and chocolate pretzels, and she'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, totally fine. All right, we're moving on. We're going to talk Podluck. 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 All right, so uh, this one surprised. I guess it shouldn't surprise me, but it does kind of sh- uh, 
represent a shift maybe in the way that Disney's handling business with their brand. And this says Moon Knight is age restricted on Disney Plus. So as you guys know, recently uh, Disney reacquired uh, Daredevil, um, Defenders, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, all of the shows that were once on Netflix that were very clearly TVMA and not meant for kids uh, because Disney owns the Marvel characters. They reacquired the rights to those shows, even though they were produced by Netflix. Uh, now Disney owns those shows. So uh, when they went on there, me and Miracle would have bet even odds that they wouldn't have put it there, that they would have put it on Hulu. Yeah. Because Hulu tends to be where Disney puts most of their uh, less than mature. Yeah, they're more mature content. But they went all in and they put those shows on on Disney Plus. And now Moon Knight is getting an age restricted op is getting put up age restriction on Disney Plus, signaling a more serious tone for the show. So it says fan needs may need to adjust their content rating, uh, their content ratings in the Disney Plus profile to watch the brutal show not attached to the rest of the MCU. That part I found interesting. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, the other shows, whether it be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah. WandaVision, Hawkeye, all, all been connected to the MCU directly because they incorporate characters that are directly yeah. from the MCU. This one is clearly not. So it says, uh, it's learned that when Moon Knight gets released Wednesday on Disney+, Plus, the series will be age-restricted. What that means is that in order to view Moon Knight, users may have to adjust the content ratings for their profiles uh, in the settings on Disney+. Plus. Users can set content ratings for each profile. Once set, shows movies rated higher than the profile's content rating will not be shown. So basically, you can set up your own profile for your kids with a TV, whatever, and lower, and it won't allow them to watch the show if that's the account they log into. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's, a, I guess, a good idea, but to me, that's kind of crazy. So it says, news of Moon Knight being age-restricted on Disney Plus follows the Marvel Netflix <coughs> shows coming to the streaming service, uh, as we talked about before. And it says, Mar uh, Moon Knight is brutal and being kept away from the rest of the MCU. So they want it to feel... I don't know how true that, like, if, if that was done on purpose, or if this is done as, like, a marketing ploy, but it says, Kevin Feige and star Oscar Isaac recently revealed that Moon Knight is brutal and producers revealed that the series is being kept away from the rest of the PG rated MCU. He's brutal. Feige recently filled in, uh, filled in Empire Magazine. It's been fun to work with Disney Plus and see how the boundaries are shifting on what we're able to do. There are moments in the series where Moon Knight is wailing on another character and it is loud and brutal and the knee jerk reaction is, well, we're going to pull back on this, right? No, we're not pulling back. There's a tonal shift. This is a different thing. This is Moon Knight. Uh, it is risky, admitted Isaac. He's an obscure hero, and the things we're dealing with are very different. But because it's a limited series rather than a movie, the pressure isn't there to make in opening weekend as massive. That's good. like that's what they should be doing with shows like this. They should be taking more chances, uh, being more uh, niche in the way they create their content, especially a place like Disney, which is known for the MCU and Disney for homogenizing most of their work, meaning it all kind of feels the same, right? So taking a chance to bring one outside of that spectrum is a good opportunity for them to perhaps win back some fans who have felt that the MCU has gone either politically correct or stale, depending on who you are. I tend to just think of it as stale now. Mm-hmm. So it says, there's no attachment to the current MCU. He's brand new and he's going on a brand new adventure, confirmed executive producer Grant Curtis. We really think the fans are going to enjoy it. There are multiple aspects of Moon Knight that are getting us internally jazzed at Marvel Studios, but one of the unique aspects of this character is taking Marvel Studios to its Iron Man and Tony Stark roots, and that was the character was obviously built from the ground up, and it is the same with Mark Spector. We're absolutely embracing the supernatural aspects of what, uh, of what was in publishing, the Egyptian gods, this ruthless 
Egyptian god the manip- that manipulates Mark to do his bidding. We're embracing all that. We love stuff that goes bump in the night. Uh, whenever this stuff comes out, I tend to be like, okay, it sounds like PR. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, this is one where I'm not sure if they're releasing all of them at one time. They might. They're probably going to follow the Disney model and release one a week, or at least three the first. Uh, you know, they'll release three at first and then the rest week to week until until it's done. It might just be one episode a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. We'll watch that. I think we I'm can watch. I'm excited for yeah. it. Like legit, this is one of the shows that I'm kind of excited for. Miss Marvel. I don't want to watch it, but I know you're gonna make me watch it. Um, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> if for no other reason than I get to torture you. Um, See, that's my torture. He lets me watch like shitty shows, and I have to like then like halfway where I'm almost done. He's like, I don't want to watch it anymore. Which one did I do that on? Santa Inc. I, wa- I didn't even make it halfway. I watched one episode and said, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Inc. And then there was another show that I watched all the way through. And it gave me like a migraine. I couldn't even imagine watching Santa Inc. Dude, I got an aneurysm twice. I bet. <laughs> twice. And then I knocked out in the car because I was watching it in the car while going shopping. What was the other one? Um, There was another show that I thought it was really gross. That we watched? Yeah. Did we end up reviewing it? I think we didn't. It was like. We didn't even review it. Well, from now on, you better just wait till I get through the first episode. Well, you through. know, I like to binge. Well, that's not my fault. That's your own fault. I like to binge, <laughs> and then I get suffering that's from own, it. That's your own problem. Here. All right, so uh, we, we will watch Moon Knight. Uh, I, I do think that'll be good, but it, it is interesting to see Disney putting more time into uh, and money into shows that don't follow the Disney line of uh, traditionally children's programming. So mm-hmm. we'll see where that goes. Um, I this was the one part of the Oscars I thought was quite uh, quite interesting. Cult of Personality is very much alive and well in Hollywood, and that's because Zack Snyder won two Oscars uh, in the fan favorite category. In their like in the Oscars attempts to like be hello there fellow children or hello there fellow kids, mm-hmm. um, they, they created like a fan favorite award on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Twitter is where happiness and fun and rainbows go to die. But for the <laughs> okay. for the most part, it says. Uh, barely a day goes by without Zack Snyder's. Oh, so, 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 having conquered the Oscars, Zack Snyder fans demand the Snyderverse is restored. Barely a day goes by without Zack Snyder's supporters turning the filmmakers, the filmmaker into one of Twitter's hottest trending topics. And there's a distinct possibility that this calls to restore that the calls to quote restore the Snyderverse would be a single would be the single top discussion thread on Twitter this morning. We are uh, were it not for Will Smith slapping the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. Snyder's filmography has hardly endeared himself to as a critical darling over the last two decades, but the man has a massive and incredibly vocal fan base who's powered him to victory in a pair of the most contentious categories in Academy Award history. The Oscar fan, the Oscar fan favorite, has been a source of scorn and derision ever since it was announced because uh, elitist celebrities and movie critics want you to believe that your opinion does not matter mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, somehow they know more than you when it comes to watching movies, which, as we all know. Is bullshit. Um, yep. You don't have to know how to uh, cook to know what tastes good. You don't have to know how to, you know what I'm saying, right? That it doesn't yeah. have to be something that you know. You don't get, have to put your mo- hand in water to know it's wet. Exactly. So uh, it says, 
so they were very mad about him be, having being be, basically the idea is that Army of the Army of the Dead was uh, up for fan favorite, and what they're mad about that is is because they don't actually care about Army of the Dead. They care about Zack Snyder's Justice League, which wasn't eligible for that award this year. So they feel like that was given in there by proxy, and then it actually did win mm-hmm. the poll. You so, predicted it. You were like, "That's gonna win." He's a very uh, well. He he has a way of. He's got very very vocal fans who are also very mean to the people they don't like. But that's not my business. I'm not. Fans are mean. Yes. No way. Yes. No way. You and really. This- Okay, th- this- I want to see examples because I don't believe you. Let's see. On top of that, Justice League came out on top of the Oscars cheer category. Maybe this is my most. What is that? The cheer just- category. Uh, we'll, we'll go through it. So it says making Snyder a two for two, as uh, as you can see from the reactions below. Snyderverse enthusiasts are using these victories as a springboard to renewed and even louder calls to demand the campaigns are finally answered. They really want the Snyderverse back. So basically, the the cheer campaign. Do I have the other article pulled up? Um, where they talk about it says the top five cheerworthy moments in movies broke down. So like the options were Neo dodging bullets in the Matrix. Now this is for all movies, mm. not just last year. Uh, Neo dodging bullets in the Matrix. Uh, Effie White singing "I'm Telling You" from Dreamgirls in 2006. I've never seen that. Avengers Endgame. The Avengers assemble to fight Thanos. Uh, and then Spider-Man No Way Home. Three Spider-Men team up. And then Zack Snyder's Justice League. The Flash enters the Speed Force. There's no way there is no way that that should have won, but yeah. he's got very vocal fans. Wow, dude! So, like, if any of these are probably, it would, I would probably either it would probably be Avengers Assemble because yeah, I couldn't believe that didn't win. Um, uh, the Matrix scene was iconic, but not necessarily something people cheered for in the theaters. But it just proves to you that cult of personality works, and Zack Snyder's fans are very, very vocal. Um, I just thought this was funny. Because he's one of those, like, they hate, like, so many, like, commentators and especially journal, like, uh, entertainment journalists hate the Slanderverse fans because they can be very brash on Twitter, very vocal, but they've also done good uh, once in a while Mm -hmm. when they raise, like, they raise money for charity. Like after his daughter committed suicide, they raid, oh raised money for su- for suicide prevention. So it says, I, I found this old article because I was like, I know about this stuff, but I would need to make it find an article to show you guys what I was talking about. Uh, a True North, fans of Zack Snyder raise over a quarter million dollars for suicide prevention. So it says, fans of Zack Snyder have raised over $250,000 for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention in honor of the director's late daughter. The fandom has routinely come together over the last three years to raise money and awareness. Uh, This initiative does not simply stop with the announcement of Zack Snyder's Justice League for HBO Max. It only grew. So basically what they were doing is as they were campaigning to get the the, the Snyder cut of the Justice League made, they did charitable acts to bring good press to it. And eventually this worked and brought the studio around to giving Zach, like I think $20 million to finish the effects so that he could make his four hour cut of the justice league, which wasn't bad, but just very, very long. Yeah. Uh, and so it just proves to you that uh, a director, uh, these people can have a very vocal fan base that can go a long way. If you actually make stuff that makes your fans happy, That's which fun, is what man. he was looking to do. Now that does not just, dis- that does not, um, 
I'm glad they trolled the Oscars and the yes, that does not excuse the bad uh, the bad behavior. What you know, because like I said, there's a whole bunch of examples of them being really mean to people on Twitter. They tend to be very fanatical. Not my problem. Uh, but like a lot of these comments, it says, "I'm sorry, but no Avengers Assemble moment had audiences crying, shouting, and clapping." I almost think Spider Man was more. Yeah, that um, was the one I'd like. I, I think um, like the normies would yeah. like the Avengers Assemble, but like I enjoyed because I, I liked all three actors. Man, I'm telling you. Yep. I always like uh, Andrew Garfield. Yep. So I, I think I think the top three would have actually been Andrew. It would have been Spider-Man, then Avengers, then Flash time traveling, I guess. But the time traveling one was not. I don't really, really care about great. that. Great. Yeah. And I'm more of a DC DC fan than most. Yeah. So. Ba- I'm a Batman stan <laughs> yep. all the way. But like, yep. Not even close to being iconic. They're right. Again, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm saying that it just proves to you that the power that uh, a celebrity or a director connecting with his audience can actually be. So, That's good. Yeah. They so, show, they're showing like does not mean Does not mean that they should act bad around, uh, that they should be mean to other people on Twitter, but that's the way things are sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wrapping up the show yeah. with a nice little moral lesson. Yes, like yes. And we, we do what we can here. We do what we can <laughs> All here. right. Yeah. Uh, I apologize again for, for complaining about Halo. No, that was the greatest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, that was the best segment. Absolutely. Uh, I could have been I could have been more eloquent, but you know I wasn't. Deal with it. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> we can buy brownies with gold leaf for only thirty one dollars and ninety five cents a box of ten. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah, I've ever seen the meme that says like I aspire to one be one day be rich enough that the price of beef jerky doesn't piss me off. Yeah, but it's oh. not bad. It's like basically they're. So it's from the Oscars. No, not the Oscars. It's the Academy Awards um, goodie bag brownies. Mm -hmm. And I was searching up what flavors they had. So they have this 10 Belgium chocolate fudge brownies. A hint of coffee and top with a golden leaf. I want one. Yeah, same. (laughs) Yeah, and you can buy 10 of them. One box. Remember, this one box has 10 brownies, and they're $31.95. All right. Let's do that right as we and, get off the air. Let's get off the air and go and get brownies. And it says uh, free two-day shipping when you order two boxes. I'm not doing that. Yeah, we're, we'll, get, we'll get one. And they're all individually wrapped, so all of them stay fresh. There we go. So the moral of the story today is that celebrities may suck, but their goodie bags are fantastic. And they, the Dane's always right. And Dane, and Dane, and Dane is, is always right. right. That was an underlying lesson here as well. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Dane, why don't you give everyone an underlying lesson on what you do with your social media? I keep it private. Uh, all right. <laughs> Dane, thank you very much. <laughs> Miracle? I don't have social media because it rots your brain unless you want to give me brownies. Makes hmm. perfect sense. Guys, you can follow me <laughs> on Instagram at Brett Dasvik for the show. Thank you for watching Pop Culture Crisis again. This was episode 85. We are marching towards episode 100. I'm very excited about that. Even to the point where I can't eloquently state what I like and what I don't like like I did with Halo today. Yay. It gets mm-hmm. better every day. Uh, for the show, please go on to the YouTube channel, Pop Culture Crisis, and like the videos. Leave comments on the videos. Subscribe to the channel. It makes us very happy. I really do appreciate that. Uh, I've been sent some very nice comments from people lately. Uh, knowing that I don't read them. Uh, some people have shared some very nice ones with me lately, which have been, meant a lot. It's very cool. Um, for the show, also, please go to the uh, description box of any of the clips that are on YouTube. It will take you to the Spotify playlist. It has all the episodes on a bridge, start to finish, which is the best way to listen to the show. Hopefully, we don't do too many situations where we describe things or where we talk about things on screen where you guys can't see, but I do my best to describe them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not just on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. And we are also 
on Twitter at pop culture underscore show. And Dane will be made very, very happy if you follow us on Facebook and on TikTok. And that is at pop culture crisis there. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We will see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.